invite you to uh, remember this, but August 21st, we gathered in this space and we lifted Matthew 4, where Jesus calls the first disciples, come, follow me, he says, and I will make you fishers of people. We used this short call that Sunday to aid us in thinking about our call as disciples of Jesus Christ. Come, Jesus says, belong to the body, enter the story, commit to walk the way with me. Come, and I will make you. We follow Jesus on the way, and God works in us through the power of the Holy Spirit, and we become more like Jesus. Come, and I will make you fishers of people. We belong, we become, so that we may bless. We are blessed to be a blessing. Three things, belong, become, bless. For the past three months, we slowly went through these three things each week in worship, and various people shared kind of their own understanding of those, but I wanted to kind of come back around to it to remind us of this digestible way to see how discipleship Belong, become, bless. As we do finally close out this discipleship series and finish our time in the book Disciple Like Jesus, I want to move from that original call of Jesus and the disciples to those first pictures we have of the early church in Acts. So I'm going to read a couple passages, and I want you to listen for all the ways you see these three things, belong, become, bless. And as we prepare to hear God's word this day, let us pray. Eternal God, in the reading of the scripture, may your word be heard. In the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. Amen. So reading from Acts 2 and then from Acts 4. Acts 2, 37 through 47. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. So that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. All came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God 
and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. And then skipping over to 4, verse 32. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold a field that belonged to him, then brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. As you know, we're moving through confirmation with another group of young people. And one of my favorite things about confirmation is listening to the parents as they come and share with the confirmants. I'm quite sure it is not one of their favorite parts of confirmation. But I asked all the parents to take a Sunday. They come and they are supposed to answer four questions. Share about your baptism and or your confirmation experience if you had one or remember it. Who is God for you? Why is the church part of your story? And why do you want your child to be part of confirmation? I love listening to the parents share these. It really does bring me joy to hear their stories, to listen as they try to put words to their faith and why they choose to be here. I probably should rethink this since most of the parents, most of them said they went through confirmation, but they also tell the kids, I don't remember anything about it. But they do at least remember they did it. But I continue it because it's important for our young people to hear us put our words, put our faith to words, to hear our stories. It's important for our young people to see our faces. And it's important for us to be part of their story. So during this go-around, there was one set of parents, I won't call them out, um, but they talked a lot about the church being a place to belong, a place that had meaning for them, a place in which they were a part. So much of what we hear in this passage in Acts about the early church is invitation and choice to accept the invitation. To belong. From Peter's first call to repent and be baptized, receive the Holy Spirit, he says, for this promise is for you, for your children, for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. So those who welcomed this message were baptized. The call to come and the choice to belong. But it doesn't stop there. Belonging to them, or for them, meant entering into life together. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. One way that we talked about this belonging piece as we went through this discipleship series was our commitment to worship. We meet to worship with other believers 
at an appointed time and place because we believe in a God who is concerned about us in our days, who meets us in our days, a God who takes time seriously, a God who transforms time, a God present in those early days of the church, day by day, Acts tells us. As they spent time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. We commit to worship. We commit to life together because we believe in this shared time as disciples of Jesus Christ that we are in the process of becoming lifelong learners and followers of Jesus. We belong to the body, we commit to worship, to teaching, to fellowship, to praying, to praise, so that we become more like Jesus. We live life together so that in our living, we, as we sing each week, we're living to be more like Jesus. We make space for God, we take time apart, we allow ourselves to be open to how God will shape us and mold us. We allow ourselves in God to become. We belong, we become, and we bless. So I've already shared, when those opening pages of our faith story Make that shift from origin stories to God calling and working through particular persons, Abraham and Sarah, who become a people, the nation of Israel. God includes a so that. A powerful statement so that we never forget what our why is. I will bless you, God says, and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. In you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. In the New Testament, Jesus echoes this with, what does it mean to be a person of faith, a disciple of Jesus Christ? This is my commandment, Jesus says, that you love one another as I have loved you. Love God so that we may love our neighbor. The early disciples of Jesus Christ, as the body of Christ, they chose to structure life around this call from Jesus. And in Acts 4, we get a picture of how that looks. So I want to read it again. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Now, life within the church now may not look exactly like this picture we are given, but we still sacrifice, we still give up, we still choose to go without, so that in turn, 
we may give to support the work of the church. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now, this is a pretty difficult message to preach right now. Things are tight for a lot of people as the cost of everything seems to be more. A bigger chunk of our paychecks goes to just paying for groceries and gas. And our family is not immune to this. We don't have a lot of wiggle room and things we can sacrifice, give up, or go without. Um, but the one area my family found um, was in the streaming capabilities we had. We have basic cable through an antenna, so we relied a lot on these streaming services to watch things. So we looked and said, goodbye, Hulu Live, Netflix, Apple Music, Apple TV. We did keep uh, Amazon and Disney+. Plus. Um, incidentally, if you try to talk to Sean about football, this is why he seems a little sad. It's a little humorous, I'll admit, though to hear our kids when one of those services shuts off, because it would happen, it happened at different times in the month, they'd go to pull it up and, you know, it worked yesterday, and then they got this message that they no longer had access to it, and you would just kind of hear this, no, throughout the house. I'll also admit that sharing this, I mean, it feels a little whiny, a little out of touch. It's not like I'm having to choose between paying a bill or buying food. But I share it to say, we could have easily chosen a different area to save, meaning we could have reduced our own giving to Parkway Hills. We could choose not to increase are giving in 2023, which is a commitment we have every year. But we didn't. Because we believe that our gifts, our blessings, they're not simply about our ability or my ability or my family's ability to have more so that my kids can watch the latest show on Netflix, but about our ability to be a blessing to live into this story of Jesus, to share the story of Jesus. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we commit to belong, to become, to bless. And we create spaces for any and all to belong, to become, to bless. We invite those we meet into this space, into this story. <clears throat> this is our call. This is the work we are about. Next week, we'll gather in this space and celebrate All Saints Day. We will give thanks for the lives of those who have been part of this story, this great story of faith. Not long after that, we will move into the holiday season, the pace will quicken, anxiety will probably go up, the celebrations will begin. I will say we have some wonderful ways as a church to walk through this upcoming season as a church family, so keep an ear out for all of the ways you can be a part of that and invite a friend to join us. But when the new year arrives, we will continue to celebrate as our debt on the mortgage is fully paid. We'll say goodbye to one season of the church and we will enter a new one. But the question 
of how are we living into our discipleship, how are we making disciples, it will remain. We spent all of August, of September and October reflecting on discipleship. What does it mean to be a disciple? How does it look? How am I living into it? How am I inviting others into discipleship? And I said more than once that I just kind of wanted this fall season to be a time of reflection, to hold all these things together. But as the new year comes and our church does enter into a new season, we'll move from reflecting on discipleship to that next step. How are we being disciples? How are we inviting others into discipleship, both in our personal lives and as a church family? Our call continues to create spaces for any and all to belong, to become, to bless to invite those we meet into this space, into this story. This is our call. This is the work we say we are about. We follow in the footsteps of those early Christians in Acts. We make disciples as we invite others into this great story of faith. We invite and we offer a safe space to belong. We invite and we walk together, becoming more like Jesus as we learn and grow together. We invite and we step out together to bless the world through our service and our generosity. We live into this story. We become more like Jesus and invite others to do the same because we believe that in Jesus, we are given a better way. A way to be in a world that will be violent and hurtful and unjust. As the first Christians proclaimed, let us follow Jesus in the way. Let us live to be more like Jesus and invite others to do the same. Come, follow me, Jesus says and I will make you fishers of people. Belong to the body, become more like Jesus. Bless the world. Amen. <laughs>